This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. All right, what's up, everybody? We're about to jump to the Word of God, so I'm excited to be here with you. I hope you enjoyed the worship, and uh, we're continuing with our text for the month. This, this scripture, Hebrews 6, verse 18 and 19, is literally going to be the text that we dive into for the month, okay? This just says it all. Uh, part two of Tikva, um, uh, hope is an anchor. So let me pray, and then we're going to read that verse and, and jump right into this today. So uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, today for your word. Uh, Lord, I pray that you speak to us, that you give us revelation. I pray in the name of Jesus that hope uh, is stirred in people. I pray hope comes alive in people. I pray that hope is awakened in people for their life, not only for this life, but for the life to come. I pray that through this word, that hope is deposited in the spirit and soul of your people in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, amen. So here we go, Hebrews chapter six, verse 18 and 19, and it says uh, that by two immutable things or unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, all right, we might have strong consolation, okay? We have strong consolation because it is impossible for God to lie. And it's talking about us now, who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Um, what is that saying? That you can lay hold of hope even though the manifestation of what you are believing for, what you see and what you have heard that God has promised you, you can lay hold of the hope that is set before us right now. You can lay hold of it, right? We kind of talked about this. So today, literally, we are literally kind of, trend. this is like part two of, of the message. I know it is part two, but I mean, literally, um, it, I think the, the first two um, uh, sermons, messages on Tikva could literally be one long message. So we're kind of in the same verse and we're gonna dive a little deeper into it. But, um, but lay hold of the hope that is set before us. Uh, verse 19, uh, before I read that, I just want to reiterate, hope is, is concrete and it is tangible, okay? The hope that God gives us in Christ, the hope that we have is something we actually lay hold of, okay? In the spirit, we lay hold of it, okay? So lay hold of the hope, okay? Uh, set before us, verse 19, this hope, which hope? The hope that we lay hold of, the hope that you got in your hand, okay? Um, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, uh, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence, the presence of God behind the veil, okay? Now, we touched on this verse, really walked through it. We're gonna do it again. 
but just go kind of dive into it again, dive into a couple of these, um, some of the language here and some of these words, and then we're just going to kind of walk through it. And I'm going to share some stuff about how um, God personally um, has given me hope. And I don't, and I shared a little bit last week about my personal journey and story in God when I first got saved, but also just on a daily basis, hope is a, hope is a real thing to me. Um, hope is something that I lay hold of daily. Okay. I'm not saying that. So you think I'm super spiritual. I'm saying that because of my humanity, because of my weakness as a person, as a human, because of, um, just the, the, uh, uh, the compilation of my experience in life. Hope is something that I literally need every day. Okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but I just want to jump into these. I shared them before, but I want to jump into the word sure and steadfast, that hope is sure and steadfast. Okay. And we talked a bit about this, but I really want to just dive back into these two words today and really explain that this is what hope is. Okay. Hope is sure. Hope is steadfast. All right. It is. And and so sure. I shared this um, last week. I want to share it again and kind of keep going into it a little more. Okay. I feel like we kind of grazed over it and touched on it, but I want to continue to go into this and really um, unpack it. Okay. So sure. So just say that with me. If you could say um, the hope I have is sure. Okay. Say it again. Say the hope I have, say, say the hope I have laid hold of is sure. Okay, let's say it one more time. Say it with me. Come on, participate out there, um, Hopeland online. The hope I have laid hold of is sure, okay? And so that is the Greek word um, um, sphalo, okay? Sphalo, S-P-H-A-L-L-O, sphalo, sphalo, okay? And it it's two words, and I, I said this, before, like I said, I keep saying, but I just, I want to do it again and, and go into it a little deeper, but it means not, it's two words. It means not and totter or not cast down. So the hope that you have laid hold of in Christ cannot totter. Okay. And cannot be cast down. Okay. So it is secure because it's on solid footing. This is what it means. It means built on what does not totter. Okay. So built. Okay. So, so hope is something we build on. Okay. Hope is phalo, spalo in the Greek. It means built on what does not totter, fall, or slip. Okay. So hope is part of the spiritual arsenal you receive the spiritual weaponry you receive when you give your life to Christ. When you get a revelation of Christ, this hope we have as an anchor for the soul, it is, it is part of the promise in the word in Christ. It is a, a part, a piece, an attribute of salvation in Christ. When you give your heart and life to Christ, when you encounter God and you get a revelation of Jesus and you're like, man, I am saved. I've encountered Jesus. I am born again. When that happens, part of a piece of the blessing, the promise, 
the attribute, the nature of God, you, you get hope. And this hope we have as an anchor for the soul. So, and what is this hope? It is that you can build on what does not totter, fall, or slip. It means unfailing. Okay. So this is the hope. I know we broke down the definition of hope in English and, and it's, and it's, um, it's, 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 it's not as, um, concrete as the Hebrew definition of tikvah. So in, and in the Greek, uh, the Greek and Hebrew are closely related expectation for what is sure. So hope, tikva, hope in the Greek, they both mean a, an expectation for what is sure. So this hope that we have both sure. Okay. It is sure. Let's say it again. All right. We're going to participate today. The hope I have laid hold of is sure. It's unfailing. It is safe. It is reliable and it is trustworthy. Okay. Now that, that is hope. Hope is not a wish. It's not, man, I just hope I get that. I hope, um, this happens. I, I wish I desire. No hope is something we build on that cannot fall, fail or slip. Okay. My wish, my desire is, is, um, shaky footing, but the hope that God gives is something we can build on and it will not fall, fail, shake, totter or slip. Okay. That is the hope. Okay. You say, well, Pastor Sean, I messed up again. I slipped up again. I've fallen into sin again. I'm still struggling with this. I'm here to say, I don't care how many times. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I do care, but what I'm saying is hope you can build on and, and, and there is hope that God gives you hope and you can build your life on this hope, this, this tikva. Okay. And so here is my first point today. Hope is a stabilizing force. Okay. This hope we have is both sure and steadfast. This hope we have as an anchor for the soul is sure. Okay. So what is that? When you talk about the hope in Christ and the hope of the word he's given you, the vision he's given you, the purpose he's given you, the dream he's given you, I'm telling you, it is a stabilizing force. And the reason why at times Christ followers are shaky and um, unstable is because they are not laying hold of this type of hope here, okay? This hope is both sure, okay? So hope is a stabilizing force. Hope is a stabilizing spiritual force. This is, this is once again, it's in the arsenal uh, of, of, of your, of your, 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 um, spiritual weapons. Okay. Hope is this. Okay. And so being that this is what you build on. Okay. And some people say like, Matt say, would say, man, I can't build my life on hope. Uh, you can build it on biblical hope. Yes, you can. That's a starting point. It's sure. I'm here to say right here, we don't build our lives on, as Christ followers, okay? Uh, we don't build our lives on our ability. 
We don't build our lives on our gifts or talents. We don't build our lives, whether this life or the life to come, on, on anything of this world. This is the foundation of life that we have hope in Christ. This is the foundation. This is sure. This is, this is, this is, this has, um, strong footing. Nothing else does, right? All other ground is sinking sand. Uh, you know, the old hymn, I built, uh, I built, you know, my life on, on righteousness. Okay. Um, you know, uh, all other ground is sinking sand. And so with, by definition, this hope is sure. We need to build our lives on the hope that God gives. Like that, that is what we build from. That there's something he put in us. Okay. There, there's a word. There's a vision. There's a dream. There is just the word of the Lord. Okay. And so when that happens, hope is birthed. Hope is deposited. There is belief in what God said. Belief in what God is doing inside of you. Belief in his hand on your life. Belief that, that God is sovereign and his will is coming to pass in your life. That is hope. That I might be in some type of situation. I might be in some kind of mess. I might be surrounded by things that don't look anything like the hope that's in my spirit, but you got to live out of what's in you, not at what's around you, not out of what's around you. You got to live out of your spirit. You got to live out of there that, that we are spirit led. We got to live by the word, you know, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that, you know, that proceeds out of the mouth of God, that there is something birthed and deposited in the spirit inside of you. And that is the hope of your future, the hope of your your eternity with him, your hope of, of, of what he has called you to do and fashioned and designed you for you to do. That is the sure foundation of your life. That is what we build on. We don't build on how people treat us. We don't build on, um, you know, uh, our life on, on, um, the, the social construct of our life and other people. Those things are part of life, but that we don't build on that. That is not the foundation because those things are going to change. I can't tell you how many times, even in my life with my following Christ, that the social construct of my life has changed time and time again. Um, and the, the, the seasons change, relationships change. Um, those things shift and move. Um, even in the kingdom, those things, there's going to be relationships you have that are strong for a season and they aren't going to last forever. That's just the reality of life. There are those that I believe are there with you until you go to be with Jesus. I believe God does that for us, but, the, but those things, are not the foundation of your life. They are a part of life, but the foundation, the, what the Bible says is sure, is the hope that is an anchor for your soul. And so when God speaks to you, when he deposits something in you, that is what you base your life on. That is what you build on. So build, construct, and design your life on the hope, the vision, that God has placed 
inside of your spirit, okay? That's what we build our life on. The reason why Christ followers feel hopeless and find themselves in their soul and emotions and mind hopeless is because they're building on something that is not sure. They have confessed Christ. They are taking steps towards God, but the foundation of the core of their being, if you want to be sure and stable and anchored, we must build on what is sure. And the only thing that is sure in this life is Christ and the hope he puts on the inside of you, okay? It is Christ in us, the hope of glory. That is what we build on. That is the only thing that is sure. So begin to build, construct, and design your life on and around what God has put in your spirit. And all these other things will be added unto you as well. And so practically make decisions based on the leading of his voice, not on the earthly comforts of your controlled plan. Come on, somebody. Uh, This is, I build on the word, my life, my actions, my day-to-day life is founded on the hope that is in Christ alone. And so we make decisions based on that. Okay, so once again, point number one, right? Hope is a stabilizing force. Let's go to steadfast. This is what steadfast means. It means to walk where it is solid. So this hope that we have as an anchor for the soul is both sure, we've talked about that one, and both sure and steadfast. What does steadfast mean? It's the Greek word, babeos, all right? Look at somebody and tell them babeos, right? Come on now. Somebody say babeos, babayos, all right? I'm probably doing the worst job of all of pronouncing these, but I'm giving it a shot. And here it is, steadfast in the Greek, babayos, all right? So what does it mean? To walk where it is solid, okay? Here it is, I'm gonna read it. Solid enough to walk on. Solid hope, hope, tikva, and in the Greek, right? It it, it means expectation for what is sure. And it says it's steadfast enough to walk on. Sure enough to walk on. Firm, unshakable, absolutely dependable, giving guaranteed support, security, support and security. Here it is. I'm going to keep going here, but this is what it means. This is what steadfast means. This is the kind of hope you're, you're building on. You're building on this. You can build on it. It's your starting point. It's the foundation of your life. As a Christ follower, we are first spiritual. And and, and then things in the spirit is what stabilizes us. It's not the natural comforts. It's not things. Things won't do it. We know that. People won't do it. Even good people, even your pastor won't do it. Your your, your spouse can't do it. But, But we build our life on him and the hope that he gives, period. That's it. And it means, babeos, means, what can be tread upon? What is this telling us? That nothing else is worth walking on. Nothing else is worth and can hold us up when we take a step outside of the boat. 
What can be true? It is steadfast. Hope is what? What does that tell us? What is this telling us? Not only is hope a stabilizing force, but here it is, point number two. Hope is a mobilizing force, okay? Hope is the grace and power to get up and get going. Grace coming to us in Christ. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight, okay? We do not look after the things that are seen. We look after the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. We are called to walk by faith, okay? We are called to not only live in the spirit, but walk in the spirit. This thing called Christ followers, Christ follower is a walk. This is what it is. We are to walk in love, okay? So walk, it's a walk, it's a walk. This thing is a walk, and guess what? You can only walk this out when hope is something you are connected to and it is stirred in your spirit. The hope God gives, what he deposits in you, can be followed through with. You can walk this walk with God because the hope that he deposits is steadfast and that hope it refers to what is fully dependable, what can be tread upon, okay? It's, it means this, solid footing. It's a mobilizing force. Hope is what's gonna get you up in the morning and what's gonna empower you to get on with your day. Hope is a weapon against depression. It is a weapon against anxiety. It is a weapon against fear. Hope is a stabilizing force. It speaks of what is fully secure and stable. And therefore we can trust it and give our full support. Once again, hope is a stabilizing force. Hope is a mobilizing force. Hope is what mobilizes you. It's what enables you to, to mobilize, to move. I'm telling you, guess what fear does? paralyzes. Hope mobilizes. Fear paralyzes, right? Anxiety paralyzes. Hope mobilizes, right? Um, fear, anxiety, depression paralyzes. Hope mobilizes, okay? We don't, we don't base our hope on anything else than, than Christ. We get into Christ, we get hope. And when we get hope, we can mobilize, you can move. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. He rose from the dead, forgave our sins. He's like, go to Jerusalem and wait, right? He spoke to them of the kingdom for 40 days, all right? And it, he, he was saying, hope is here. We are, we are now, because of Jesus and what he did, hope is here. Hope is here. We've been begotten again into a living hope. You, you, can't, you can't not find hope in the Bible and in God. It's, it's all up in there, everywhere. It's hope, okay? So think about this. It, all, it happened. It's done. He said, right? Dies on the cross. It's finished. The devil's defeated. The Bible says he made a public spectacle of principality and powers, triumphing 
triumphing over them in the cross and through the cross. They have been made a public spectacle. They're defeated, every demon, every devil. And what does he do? Hope is here. What is the, what is the great commission? Mobilize. You can move. You can move. You don't have to, you don't have to, um, struggle and, and be vexed by, um, uh, fear, paralyzed by depression, paralyzed by anxiety. I'm not saying those emotions and feelings and struggles are not real. They're very real. But I'm here to say right now, hope will mobilize. If the fruit of hope is that you're moving, it's, it's that you're moving. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. They still had problems. He said, go. They still had issues. He said, go, go. Tell somebody about Jesus. Share your faith. Share your story of Christ. Come on now. Get out there. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. Watch what happens. Open your mouth. He will fill it, right? Open your mouth. He will fill it. Hope is a mobilizing force. It mobilizes us. It moves us. It gets us going. Hope is why. Hope is our why. Why? It's why we can continue on this journey with God in the midst of our struggles, trials, tribulations, weaknesses, infirmities, right? Vexations and whatever you want to call it, right? We, we can move. We got hope. We can move. Why? Because it is steadfast. Meaning by definition, by definition, we can walk. We can walk because our ground is solid because of hope. Enough to walk on. It's firm. It's unshakable. I can move. Don't have to be paralyzed. I'm not basing my faith on me. I'm not basing my faith on how good I am. I'm not basing my faith on how spiritual I am. I'm not basing my faith on my discipline. My faith is in Christ and I have sure footing because of him, not because of me. Not because I pray, not because my faith is not in my prayer. My faith is not in my Bible reading. My faith is not in my spiritual disciplines. Those disciplines are, are, are great and they're part of the expression of my faith, but I'm not even building on that. I build on him, on him alone. Regardless of what I do or don't do, my footing is sure because of him, right? I can move. I can move. All right. I can move forward. The hope that God gives is enough to get up in the morning and get going. I said, the hope that God gives is enough to get up in the morning and get going. It's enough. I'm going to tell you right now. Check this out. Um, I personally like mornings, okay? My wife is going to totally, if she hears this, she's going to laugh or roll her eyes because she doesn't think so. And I, I understand why she doesn't think so. But I do. I, I like to, I like mornings. But I'm going to tell you this right now, that this, is, this has been something that I have um, dealt with my whole life from childhood. And it's something I, uh, I fight through. But here it is. When I, and, and everybody's different, but I'm just saying this is something I fight through. This is why I said when we first started today that hope is a real thing for me. Like I got to grab onto that thing. Like um, in our in-person gathering, I used a rope, okay? And I tied it behind our backstage on the platform. And I showed that this is an anchor. You know, it, it, hope, tikva, we learned it last week, right? It's, it's a cord. It is, it is, we're anchored. We hold on to that. Okay. So, so anyway, so it's sure it's steadfast. I'm, I'm holding on to that. My, and the distance between where I am and where that the hope is anchored in God is just time. It's, it's, it's patience. It's, it's process. Right. But anyway, I use that. Um, and so in the, in the morning, when I get up, if, if um, you know, metaphorically speaking, man, I got to grab that rope real, real quick. Uh, because when I wake up, like initially, when I wake up in the morning, um, 
it is not my best moment of the day. Like when I initially wake up, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the history of my childhood and how just the way mornings were not a happy time, okay? Uh, without going into too much detail, but my, my the first emotions I feel, I feel when I get up is discouragement, heaviness, and I don't know if I can do this. Like that is literally when I initially, like some people wake up and they're like, praise the Lord, that's a great day, right? It's not me. <laughs> you know, I remember having roommates as a single guy, man, and my friend, I had this one friend, this dude, uh, Joel, man, that brother was like chipper in the morning. Like he was like, hey, Sean. I'm like, give me a minute, man. But but really, it, it is when I initially wake up, it is not a, I, I, I can't remember I just don't initially feel like, oh, it's going to be a great day. I have to grab on to hope. And it doesn't last super long, okay? It used to last longer. It doesn't last super long, but that's like my immediate, it's like, oh, oh no, here we go. You know, it's, it's weighty, it's heavy, um, it doesn't feel good. Now, some people, if you're like, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just on top of the world. That's awesome. Maybe you need to pray for me. Okay. But I just want to give you something very real that I deal with and press through in, in that moment. And, um, you know, it's a mobilizing force. And I'm here to say without hope, I don't know how far I would get in the morning. If I didn't have Christ, I didn't have Jesus. I mean, that, 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 that would, that is not easy. I, I, even when I was a young, a young man, even following Christ, man, I remember it was hard. I mean, people that know me, (laughs) I mean, I did, I look rough in the morning. All right. Initially. And, and many times it's been even a spiritual weight, but I'm here preaching to you. But it's something that I have had to grab a hold of, okay? Hope that this is short. I can get up. I can go. I can move. I can engage. I can activate. I can release. I can speak. I can do what I'm called to do. But that initial moment in the morning, man, is like, oh, like it it just, it, it, it really gets me. Uh, initially in the morning. Um, and so here is what our last point is, okay? Uh, is that prayer awakens hope, okay? Um, and prayer is not the only thing. I mean, there's other, you know, uh, prayer in, in the word, um, uh, the right people, Christ followers in your life, um, in your inner circle, the Christ in them will awaken hope in you. And we need all these things. But once again, last point, prayer awakens hope, okay? It awakens hope. It stirs hope in us, all right? And and that's what I do in the morning is when I wake up, man, I need to step into hope. And the way I grab onto that cord, my anchor, that God is gonna do something today. There is hope.
is I pray. So Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that my children, our life is blessed. Lord, I'm expecting your favor and your word to come forth today. Lord, surprise us today. I mean, it just starts stirring up the hope in me and I and I get out of the funk of whatever that is and into hope and into hope. Once again, prayer awakens hope. So hope is a stabilizing force, okay? Hope is a mobilizing force and prayer awakens hope. And I know we know this. I know we know this, but I want to reiterate this, that hope in anything or anybody else will at best disappoint us and even destroy us because they and whatever that thing is or that person is, they are not sure footing. Nobody is and nothing else is. They will totter and it will totter. It and they will fail. And when we hope is absolute, it is sure and Our God is, as the word of God says, the God of hope. He is sure. He is steadfast and his word will not move or shake or change. And we can, when we hear his voice and he deposits something in us, we can move in the direction he is calling and he will not fail you. All right? So let's not put the burden of our hope on even the good people in our life, right? Let's not put the burden of our hope on even the amazing church we're a part of. And if you, if you, if Hope Land is your church, well, yes, amen. No, um, for real, like let's, let's not put our hope on the entire, uh, the entirety of our hope in or on just even the community of believers we're a part of. They are a piece of our journey and a part of our journey. But people, the best people, the, the, the most spiritual people, the, the most blessed and, and, and great people at the end of the day are not steadfast and sure as God is. So let's do that, amen? And, and our hope is in God. That's where we put it. And we will not be disappointed. The Bible says, hope does not disappoint. People do, churches do, pastors do, friends do, families does, money disappoints, job disappoints, career disappoints. But hope does not disappoint. Hallelujah. First Peter 1.21, we're going to close with this verse. We're going to close with this verse. First Peter chapter 1, verse 21, it reads, Who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. Here it is, so that your faith and hope are in God. So that your faith and hope 
are in God. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for everybody joining in today. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would awaken hope in them. I pray you would stir hope in them. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus that, Lord, if there's anything they are leaning on and putting their hope in that is not sure, it is not steadfast, Lord, I pray that they would remove that, that they would change who they're hoping in, that they would shift who or what they're leaning on. I pray that they would stop leaning on people, places, and things, and that they would place their hope in God. They would place their faith and their hope in Christ alone. I pray in the name of Jesus that what you've spoken to them, what you've deposited in in them, what you have promised them, Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that hope would be fresh hope, uh, a fresh faith, God, that you would refresh them and you would bring, God, an awareness and, and Lord, the truth of what you've spoken over them, over them and to them, God, to the surface so that they would see what they are leaning on is you. And, and Lord, I thank you, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that it is coming to pass. That, Lord, in your timing, in your plan, in your purpose, every promise is yes and amen. And what you have promised, you will bring to pass. Father, what you have started, God, you will finish. What you have initiated, God, you will provide the grace to follow and, and to, for us to carry it out. In the name of Jesus, Father God, instill courage in your people and strength and grace today. Father, to continue to walk out what you have said. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed the message. My prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you listen to today. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings. And remember to follow us on social media. Peace.